If God exists, either he can do nothing to stop the most egregious calamities or he does not care to. Therefore, um, it's either impotent, he's impotent, or evil. And so that's what we're left with. And so that's what we're dealing with and that's what we're trying to respond to for the rest of our time together. Uh, I know that this may be a more difficult section to think through and I don't want you to listen to part of it and then just check out mentally. You need to follow this. It may sound to you like, uh, why are we wasting time on this? It sounds too philosophical, but it's very important for us and it makes perfect sense the more you think about it um, that the evil that is so much of concern for the critic against Christianity uh, is considering evil a problem. And that is, um, that's a question we need to, to try and think through. Here's what the charge assumes, okay? And, and that is that there is something wrong with being bad. And, and I don't mean to be simplistic about this, but let's think this through, okay? That we know that there are people that are charging Christians against believing in God as an all-good, all-knowing, all-loving God. All those things they think are good things. And when, in other words, that there would be someone that is loving and someone that is good, and they have definitions for that intuitively. Um, But I really want to ask if this is just all about our feelings. In other words, why is evil a problem in the first place? Um, In other words, take the illustration of Sam Harris. What is wrong with rape? Uh, What is wrong with rape? Someone wants to do it. Someone feels the urge to do it. It would be somewhat satisfactory, at least for the time, to engage in it. Uh, Why is the little girl enlisted in this illustration and not some old lady um, or some other, some prison cellmate? Uh, Why do we pick that person? And what's the difference between that little girl and anyone else in our society? Uh, Why isn't the gratification or the satisfaction or the pleasure of the rapist the good that we should support? Why don't you want to support the rapist in this illustration? Um, You, I assume, are willing to, most of you in the room at least, to see a um, healthy steer killed so that you can have steak. You're eating steak uh, and, 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 and hamburgers and you seem to be okay with that. You didn't shed any tears over that. Why can't this little girl be like that to this man? What's the problem with her being a, uh, an avenue through which this man's sexual appetites are satisfied? Um, what's wrong with raising a young girl for the purpose of being the object of rape for a rapist, just like we would raise chickens to have your Chick-fil-A sandwiches tonight? Um, why not have a bunch of young girls raised for that purpose? Why shouldn't the parents recognize someone has a need and a desire, biological urge, my daughter should be useful to him to solve that problem. Um, let's recognize that as a great donation for the satisfaction of this other person. Uh, what really is wrong with this act? Um, the other one that's often used in this book and other books, Sam Harris is representative of a lot of uh, argumentation through the centuries of genocide. It's always an issue of genocide. Uh, they, they point to Nazi Germany and that's wrong or Rwanda or wherever it might be that people are seeing people murdered and killed. Uh, what's the problem with that? Uh, it's always a heavy statement apparently to hear that uh, the, the Nazis killed six million Jews. Um, you know, what, what's the problem? Why is six million any problem? Why not 600? Is 600 okay or is six... 60 million, is that, would that be worse? Um, what is the problem? Why is it bad? Uh, is it bad because it hurts? Um, well, it doesn't hurt you. 
it shouldn't hurt you if a little girl was raped in San Bernardino. It doesn't, it doesn't affect you. It affects you here. You're not comfortable with that. Or maybe you have some kind of loyalty to the team of whatever it was that you are a part of mentally regarding the people that were killed in a genocide. Um, is it bad that they're killed? I mean, isn't that more food for you on the planet? Wouldn't it be better to have a less crowded you know, freeway for you to drive on if a bunch of people were killed in South Orange County? Um, yeah, can I emotionally identify with different people in the equation in any scenario presented to me as morally egregious? Why can't I just say it's, a, it's not a problem? Uh, why do I think it is a problem? Well, I'm going to take it down to this level when you're talking about the Sam Harris's or the Dennis or the, or the Dawkins of life. This is something they just don't like. I don't like it. It doesn't seem to sit well with me. And that really is the final arbiter of everything they're dismissing as immoral. If it's something against me, if you stole my stuff, I don't like that because I have less enjoyment of my stuff. But if you tell me the little girl got raped in San Bernardino, I don't like that because I don't like the thought of that. It doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't feel good. Uh, whether that is rape or the geno uh, genocide of um, an entire group of people. Um, that, to me, is a good place to start. And I know it's uncomfortable for me to say all that because you, I hope, as a theist, think, well, those things are wrong and they're objectively wrong and they're wrong because ultimately, as David would say, against you and you only have I sinned and you have a concern about God. But you also are part of the human race and have a conscience and think, well, that's wrong because it's just wrong. As Romans 2 says, you would say, well, I know in my conscience what is wrong and I know that's wrong, even though if it never affects me. Um, just like you don't really think twice about the old people I could quote statistically that died in nursing homes today across the country. You don't care. And to you, it's not a moral wrong. And yet, if you love that person, it was your spouse, it would be wrong and you would hate it. You might even start to think about objective wrong, but you seem to be okay unless you're not okay. And if you decide to not be okay with it. I think that's important for us to assume, I'm sorry, it's important for us to recognize that the assumption is there that there is a problem with wrong. And you've got to come up with a reason why it's a problem for wrong. Uh, if there's no objective, external, superior reason you can default to, to say this is wrong because I know it's in a column of wrong, it's objectively wrong, then I think you have to recognize that you are just battling one person's opinion against another. As Oliver Wendell Holmes said, you like sugar in your coffee and another person doesn't. What does it matter? Well, it matters because I think it should matter. You shouldn't stick needles in infants' eyes in the nursery. And, and you would say that's wrong because you think, well, I don't think anyone should suffer. Um, and, and the reality is, why do you think that's wrong? What is your objective criteria for saying that's wrong? And I think that's an important place for it to start. These people that are so emotionally and sentimentally involved in dismissing theism because the things that they don't like about what God allows to them is egregious, I'm saying, where do you get the sense of what is egregious? What is right? What is good? What is moral? And if you get to decide that, Sam Harris, then maybe I get to decide that, or maybe the guy in San Bernardino who rapes a little child gets to decide that, but you're saying no. 
And if it's just, well, let's take a poll and see what everyone thinks, then we understand this, that if you go back in a time machine or go to another place in, his, uh, in, in, in the globe, you're going to come to a lot of things in your own experience in time travel and geographic travel to get to the conclusion that the group doesn't think the way that I think. Uh, as the Supreme Court Justice once said in his famous writings about morality, uh, I guess a right is anything the group decides to defend. That's what a right is. But see, theism would say right is something that is granted by God and it's inherent in who you are as a human being. Those are objective things. Those are things that sit outside of you. But in reality, Sam Harris or anyone else who's going to claim something is wrong with God allowing evil has to get to the place of saying it's, it's, it's evil because it's objectively wrong. Why do you have a problem with evil? And if you simply defer to your own preferences, I think at least you need to recognize that those are preferences. They're your preferences. And you may say, well, a lot of people have my preferences. A lot of people have my preference about not liking coffee. But it doesn't make it right or wrong. And as Schaefer said, this is, and Nancy Percy so well brought into the vernacular for a new generation, this is the two-story division between truth in people's minds. There's a truth that's subjective and there's a truth that's subjective. But even for people that claim a truth that's objective, right? They have to claim that it's objective for a particular reason. And, and the naturalist has no deference. There's no place to hang that hat. And they always get angry at you when you say that to them because they say, well, you're saying as an atheist, I can't be moral. No one's saying that. You can decide on a group of rules for yourself like old men should not be raping little girls. And you can say, well, that's what I think everyone should do. And you can be moral, even from a Christian perspective, by choosing that. But you're choosing that. That's a preference. It's not objectively true, nor is it objectively moral or immoral to do anything in the world. I mean, you are nothing more than a bunch of atoms that are clanking into each other in this uh, body of bones, as it's sometimes put, and you just do what you want. Your senses and your reactions to things are just based on the chemical soup of who you are, and it really means nothing, and there is no meaning in your objective morality. And that's the kind of, as we've talked about before, the, the abject loss of purpose and meaning or anything outside of ourselves, which our society is, I think, running into and moving toward, and we're going to have an increasing debate on our hands about what is objectively good and what is objectively bad, and all we're trying to claim as Christians is there is an objective bad. Mm -hmm.